Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, welcome back to part two. If you haven't heard part one of our chat with Leo Reich, it's time to. Off you go. If not, here's part two. When when you say that some people think that Gen Z is sex obsessed and some people think that Gen Z is, yeah, because then you'll read a thing being like Gen Z don't have sex, like they just yeah. you know stare into a, the corner of their room. What's it like d- dating as a young queer man? Like, is it a dumpster fire or are you having loads of fun? Well, listen again. I think my experience will not be necessarily representative of anyone other than myself. I find it hell. Oh, so bad. But I'm just really bad at it, apart from anything. Like, I'm just so bad at it. Well, I'm, I'm like a, a, you know, this is the most cliche thing of all time, but I actually don't really like dating apps, if you can believe it. <laughs> the, I'm the first person ever to criticise dating apps on a podcast. <laughs> um, what? I just find it really difficult. Yes. I'm such a, like, cinema-influenced romantic that mm. I can't fathom the idea of falling in love with someone in any way that wouldn't make a good plot point in <laughs> in some kind of scripted project. <laughs> and also, I mean, the thing with dating, the thing with dating apps for me and the thing with everything, the, the kind of like time and relationships feel very commodified at the moment and the kind of goal-orientedness of dating is pretty anathema to the way that I think about romance or love or sexuality. Mm-hmm. And so I find it sort of quite hard to feel anything within those constraints, if that makes sense. But do you, I mean, like, have you, have you been in relationships? I have been in one relationship ever. So you've found it as in like, so you, you have found yeah. it, but you've just found it on your own terms and... Yeah. Yes, and that actually, and you'd think that's great because, well, it is great on some level because it's like that gives you hope, 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 which is you know a dying <laughs> trade these days to have hope. Um, hope is the last thing to die. Well, I, not in my experience, but um, but, <laughs> I, <laughs> but at the same time, also once you've found it, it makes you way more reticent to mm-hmm. to give in to the idea that the only way of finding love or romance is like uh is by i don't know messaging people on field or whatever because (laughs) i have this i have this kind of like deep-rooted lived experience where i'm like no no it does happen but then here Mm. i am five years later going 
Well, it doesn't happen that much. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe we need to sort of diversify the means by which we're trying to make it happen. Yes, I think, <laughs> I mean, it's none of my business, let's be clear. But yeah, I think it's, it might be a bit of everything. But what don't you like about the apps? Is it the dick pic vibe? I'm not like, um, I'm not a prude at all. I just, if, if it's, if you're talking relationships, the thing I can never get over is going into a date where you've already mutually, essentially all you've decided because you've just seen pictures of each other is like, we would have sex with each other. Visually. <laughs> On a visual level, we would have sex with each other. And then you go in, that's the baseline. And it's sort of like, it's all to lose. You know, there's, there's like a, there's a weird... <laughs> the, the precedent is weird as soon as you sit down. It's, it's essentially like, is... Are our personalities so incompatible that it actually counteracts <laughs> our initial attraction? <laughs> Which yes. is so strange. And then, all, and then I think the thing that I really can't get on board with is, the, is that it feels like almost like a meeting in the sense that you have a objective and you either meet yes. it or you don't. And I think that is a really strange... It's just a really strange way of entering into a your first meeting of someone is that you have like a, yes. like a criteria of whether it goes well or not. And I, I guess that's the same for a blind date or whatever, but there's at least a sense of mystery in that. It's, it's the sense that you're trying to gamify romance that I, that mm. I feel with any kind of uh, app-based interaction, I think I, just is so deeply unromantic and, and unsexy to me that I find it hard to... I find it hard to sort of get past that on like a page one level. Do you know what I mean? I do. And I think when you talk about it, it's it's very funny because you're like, yeah, I suppose it is basic. It's a meeting about whether we're going to have sex and um, yeah. <laughs> with someone and you don't fine. know. That's fine. I, but I would prefer to do that kind of like, I, I, I would prefer <laughs> not to quite know whether that's what the meeting is. In the way that if you meet someone at a party and you're like, let's get a drink. It's like, yeah. we're figuring out what our dynamic and relationship is rather than mm. there's nothing to figure out you're going on an app date there's nothing to figure out it's it's black and white what's happening is in black and white it's on paper you've signed the contracts and you'll either and there are one of two outcomes and I, what is even more tragic to me on some level is that the thing sometimes you get of like from app dates of like um oh, i don't think there's a vibe but like maybe let's stay friends has anything ever been more hollow as a suggestion the, the idea that you'll stay friends with someone you went on one app date with. I mean, it's just, it's humiliating for everyone involved to even entertain the idea. You're lying to each other. Yes, say, oh, yeah, yeah, nice... we're going to stay friends. I don't know you. <laughs> I saw three pictures of you one time and then had two pints and then went home sad. I never want to see you again. I don't want, I wish this didn't happen. So, yeah. So, yeah, no. So, in summary, my, my dating life is going extremely well. <laughs> I'm very happy, Great. boy. Yeah. It seems, it seems no notes from me. So would, but if you're on a night out, would you, would would you approach someone if you liked them? Okay, and then, and now here is where we get into a really tricky situation because of course also no. So and then and then many friends and loved ones have said, well, what option is left? Because you've just closed off both options. Um, I would yes. maybe. I would maybe. But I think the other thing, the, the dual thing. And I think the reason why dating apps 
partly the reason why dating apps are, are so successful and popular is that those kind of social spaces and events where I imagine in my romantic fantasies, people of my parents' generation would have come together and met new people and, and dialed each other up on the landline or whatever people did. Um, mm. that, those kind of spaces don't really exist in the same way or um, exist no. in a much smaller way. And the kind of communal social environments in which you would be able to make a connection with someone that you hadn't previously met, I think are disappearing or and largely have disappeared. And I think there's like a real sense among just people I know, like a real pain about that. Because, because you know, I, really? I always... I always think what's funny about the dating apps thing is it's such a cliche to say that everyone hates dating apps because everyone does hate dating apps because dating apps suck, like on, on the very basic mm. level. No, no one really is pro-dating apps as like their preferred option. But it feels like a necessity because real life is so um, dra- <laughs> drained of meaningful social interaction. That's like the bleakest situation what are we all doing? And I feel that, I mean, it's the same thing that I think about sort of social media in general, I guess, is that everyone hates it. There was a moment, I feel like 10 years ago, maybe even 15 years ago now, where everyone was like, social media, it's great. You can talk to your cousin halfway across the world. You can start a political revolution, whatever. No one thinks that anymore. Everyone <laughs> just hates it. So what, what, what are we doing? I don't know. Well, it's because it's, I think it's chick. It's chicken and egg, though, isn't it? Because I think all those social spaces are disappearing because of, I think, partly because of the apps. And I think we have to remember that, like, the apps are addictive. You know what I mean? Like, Grindr mm-hmm. is like, or all of those things are, you always feel like the, the right person is just a few pull down and refreshes away, you know? Yeah, I, I think all I'm saying is that I think that there was a moment, there was a point where not everyone sort of self-consciously knew that. But I think yes. we are at the point where literally everyone in the world knows that spending loads of time on Grindr is probably like terrible for you. And it, it hasn't yes. changed in any way the, the, the fact that everyone does it. All, of it. all it's done is attach a kind of like, self-conscious shame to the act itself where you're like i know this is bad and yet here i am and that's everyone no that's so bad (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah well and also but i think also instagram like everyone just everyone i know just used to message people they want to have sex with on instagram and um that feels new to me that's insane. I just think that's insane. <laughs> I mean, and not for, for listen, for other people, everyone should do exactly what they want all the time. Um, that's yes. a huge political opinion that I have. Everyone do exactly what you want. But if someone messaged me to, that they wanted to have sex with me on Instagram, I wouldn't be like, amazing. <laughs> it could be like anyone as well. It could be truly the hottest person I've ever seen in my life. If they messaged me on Instagram being like, I want to have sex with you, I'd be like, oh. Not like this, surely. Say, really? say you well, love my hair or something. <laughs> let's no, let's <laughs> let's be more indirect about this interaction, so that there's a sense of mystery, and we all go on an emotional journey together. Is that too much to ask? Well, no, it's not. And I think you, we need more people holding out hope for that. Oh. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you wanted to go on a big gay night out, where would you go? Oh, that's a great question. Well, I live round the corner from Dawson Superstore, so that's my my basic option yeah would be just to walk mm-hmm. to superstore or the other sort of hackney like the glory that kind of stuff and i, and I love like like queer house party those yeah. kind of nights but mitzvah i guess where everyone goes <laughs> i don't know i'm not like a cool yeah. i'm not cool enough to find places myself i will usually be um added to a group chat out of pity and tag along with a group of friends to whatever they think is going to be good. Do you go on tour it, or no? Not Well, you went on tour with Simon, obviously. What I'm heading towards is like, do you love a regional gay bar? We went to a couple. Of, I, I haven't been on tour, just me, but I, I did that tour with Simon. That was, mm. And we did occasionally go to a regional gay bar. I wouldn't say I'm well-versed in a regional gay bar, but yeah, I love the ones we went to. They're so funny. It's so, it's so, I mean, there's a genuine feeling of community when you enter a building is such a rare feeling now that even that alone uh, is enough to make me go, this is a great thing to exist. Yeah, it's lovely. I, I, when I was, I spent a lot of 2020 something, 2022 or 2021 in Australia again. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) There's only a couple of options. There are three, there are three to choose from. (laughs) 2020, 21, 22, 23. Four, four to choose well, from. Well, you said 2020 something. You said 2020 uh, something. Check the records, roll back the tapes. But I was like, I really needed to be, because I was used to being in London and I could just go and see, do gay stuff whenever I wanted. And then I was like, oh, I was in Adelaide in Australia. And I was like, I really need to be like among queer people. Like it's actually really fills your soul. And so yeah. we went to this place called Mary's Poppin, which was the only gay club in Adelaide. I think there was one other one, but we somehow never made it there. And it was just, it was so lovely to be able to find your people in any port, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I was in Melbourne, I went to a thing called Puff Duff, which absolutely, oh. what a hysterical, oh, is exactly my reaction when I was told the name of the event. Uh. I was like, what is that? But it was yeah. great. Loved it. Tell me something. What's next <laughs> for you? Retirement? Now you've had an HBO special? That's it, really. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, I mean, I do think, <laughs> truly, if nothing ever happens to me ever again, like, absolutely fine. I think that's fine. I'm not going to... I couldn't no, agree no more. No complaints from me. I'm going to try and carry on being a comedian. <laughs> and Lovely. maybe writing write i love uh, uh, my favorite bit is always writing so i'm i'm trying to write some stuff some scripts you know how it is right trying to write some projects and maybe yeah. act in some stuff i'm not sure yet but continue yeah. to to work i guess is by <laughs> what's next for me i hope pay my rent 
Yeah, is that um, the answer? Well, and find a boyfriend, etc., and have children, probably at some point. That kind of okay, thing. Okay, so based on based on <laughs> based on the current plan, you're not going to find a boyfriend. Okay, I so know. Unless you're open, unless you're open to some notes and trying some other things, download Field. Oh, no, no? don't get me wrong. I have all of them on my phone. <laughs> all of them are fully downloaded onto my phone. I have a profile on it. I spend the entire hour going, dating apps are ruining society. I have downloaded every single one. I've, I got a notification from Hinge the other day that I've been on it for seven years. <laughs> it's, it's insane. You've got to kiss a lot of frogs. Okay, what's the brief? What are we looking for? A dream celebrity. Well, I guess, you know, not to be the most basic person alive, but Paul, Paul Mescal really does something. He's really, he's really hit on something amazing. Um, whatever he's yeah. doing is incredible. The film he's in with Andrew Scott, have you seen it? Or yes, they came on the podcast. Did they? Fuck. Yeah. What a film. Andrew, they uh, really... Andrew and Andrew. Andrew and Andrew. The gay ones involved. That makes sense. Yes. That makes sense. There, wasn't, there was no freezing out. It was just availability. <laughs> but we're in we're broad church. I love that movie. Yeah, me too. Oh my God. Uh, the amount of... Fr- I was about to say the amount of fluid that left my body. I mean, I cried a lot, <laughs> just to be completely clear. <laughs> I uh, cried a right, lot. Okay, in the in mm, the film, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. There was a lot of fluid Thank in you. that movie. There was a lot of fluid um, in that movie. Love Leo, love that. Get in touch at. Homo sapiens on Instagram at hello at homo sapiens podcast on the emails. Email your comments, your questions, your agony uncles, the whole shebang. Listeners, thank you for taking the time. As ever, I bid you adieu. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 